flip flopping across this week's pick six. Deepak Gohill to his choice, he can't stick. Flip flopping across this week's pick six. Changing his mind because we got on his wick. Welcome to the Frequency 49 Show. I'm Paul MacDonald alongside Deepak Gohill, Kev Nalen and Captain Torino. Good evening, lady and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Which is which? (laughs) (laughs) After a record-setting game in Week 12, the 49ers are headed to Soldier Field this Sunday to take on the Chicago Bears, where they hope to put a stop to what is now a 10-game losing skid. The Bears are just one game ahead of the 49ers, having won two and lost nine having lost all three games since their bye week as well. The 49ers come into the game on the back of the the down-to-the-wire game against the Miami Dolphins that must have re-energised this depleted 49ers roster. Would you agree with that, Kev? Hopefully it will definitely help. Um, A bit of positivity that we were so close to trying to get the game to go into overtime. And the last play of the normal regulation time we were in with a chance of doing something. We can carry that forward and obviously cut out other things like stupid penalties and turnovers, then yeah, I think that we've got every reason to be reasonably positive about a game against a side that aren't particularly good either. It's going to be a cold weather game out there in Soldier Field. Do we think that, Deepak, do you think that that might have an effect on how the 49ers play? They're coming from a warm weather game in Miami. You know, everything seems to go wrong for this team at the wrong time, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, do, do I think the weather will play a factor? No, not particularly. I mean, going back poof, back to 1988, if you remember, we played Chicago in the NFC Championship game and it was freezing and the Bears were convinced that the cold weather would work to their advantage. And we resoundly kicked their butts. Uh, now, this isn't an NFC Championship game, but I, I do think that we'll be okay. And I understand the team is staying on the East Coast as well, instead of heading mm. back to California. So, yeah. no, I don't, I don't think the weather will be a factor. Kat, locally out in California, is there much buzz about this game? Not yet. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot. It's been focusing on Balky's comments um, mm. yesterday and um, Chip Kelly diverting from the um, Oregon uh, coach firing. Right. Um, that's something that's happened in sort of the past 24 hours, isn't it? Um, the, the Oregon head coach being fired. Some people believe that Chip Kelly is going to jump from the 49ers and head back to the, um, back to the college game. Uh, all we can do is wait and see what happens on that. Back to this game this weekend... Pretty much every stat there is, uh, the 49ers are on the wrong side of, both offensively and defensively. But with Chicago on a losing skid themselves at the moment, and with the 49ers playing better game on game, I can't can't really say on the rise, but playing better game on game, would you say this is a 50-50? Or have, have we got to have guarded optimism with this one, Deepak? Um, I, I don't think it's 50-50. I think we have a bigger chance of winning that. I think we had a bigger than okay. 50-50 of winning quite a few of the games that we haven't won. 
the reason why I think the odds are greater than 50 50 is it's like you said you know the team are showing improvements Kaepernick you know he had a he had a great game uh, against Miami uh, I mean some could argue that it was an average game for any other quarterback but for us we have to take whatever wins we can get you know and mm. and he did do very very well um, we lost that game because we couldn't control the clock we were clueless how to handle the time um, but all things said and done, the, the fact that Kaepernick is gaining more confidence in his own play, the fact that Hyde is um, is confident out of the backfield, is catching a lot of passes. Curly again made a great catch at the end of uh, the game to keep us uh, in that contest. So uh, I think, yeah, we have a better than 50-50 chance because Chicago, the, their record sort of conceals the fact that they really are just as bad as we are. And I really do think that we're, we're on course for a win. You know, I think we deserve one. Uh, and, and really, you know, we need this win just to just to give everybody a little bit of optimism. So I think, yes, we can beat them. Offensively, um, the 49ers are ahead on average points per game um, over the Chicago Bears. We're ahead by just over a field goal. But defensively, we're also ahead um, in that we've given up more points by a touchdown. Um, so we're, 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 we're going in to play a team that are low scoring at the moment. And they're going to be playing against the defense, which is giving up the most points. So it, 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 it's going to be an interesting one, definitely, isn't it? Um, looking more at the players, Vance McDonald is coming off the back of a great game again. He's had quite a few good games, hasn't he? He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Do you think that we'll re-sign him? Um, or could this be the last sort of, the last we get from Vance McDonald before he disappears off to another team? Well, the thing you've got to look at is if we let him go, who would we get to replace him? You know, um, we're not, we're highly unlikely to get to get a like for like. <clears throat> a tight end is probably not our biggest priority in the in the coming draft. So, I think you know there's a lot of variables, Paul, and it also depends on the general manager. You know, is Bulky mm. still going to be in his post at the end of January? You know, um, my gut tells me yes, even though he shouldn't be. But if he's there, then I can see him again trying to paper over the cracks like he's always done I, I don't see that changing but I, I think we do need to keep him because who are we going to replace him with hmm. it's another early game um, for the 49ers 6 o'clock kickoff here in the UK 10 o'clock in the morning kickoff in California Kat I've got to ask you what's it like watching football at 10 o'clock in the morning Oh, it's great. We got all our Christmas <laughs> decorations up and, you know, we, we were really productive that morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that's something you guys are just not familiar with. I get that. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it'd certainly be weird for us to be watching a game at 10 in the morning, wouldn't it? Uh, well, usually we're going to bed at 10 if it's been triple over. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being close to that one, going to bed when it's time to get back up for work, not good. Well, do you remember when we played the Giants uh, and we lost when Kyle Walker muffed that punt return? Um, I was watching that in Mumbai in India and it was 9.30 
going into the fourth quarter, 9.30 in wow. the morning. So oh, wow. That, that was really freaky. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it, it'd be 9.30 Monday morning as well. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was panicking because my Wi-Fi was going to run out at 10, and I was like, if they cut my internet off, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> oh! <laughs> We've got the uh, we've got the pick six coming up shortly. Um, our, our six games that we are going to pick winners and losers for. I don't know whether the 49ers are in that one or not. So, um, Kev, can you update us on what the pick six was like this week? Yep, certainly. So, week 12 was the, probably the highest scoring week in history. We had eight people get the pick six. With the that's last out, kick that's of outstanding. The game, wow. With the last kick of the game... Just managing to squeak its way through the uh, uprights. Two inches to the other side, or two seconds longer, and no one would have got a pick six. If Denver had got their field goal a minute before, we'd have had 16 people with pick sixes. 16. Wow. There were 24 people going into that last game with five out of five. <laughs> That's it, it sounds like a... Do you know... Sounds like Tony Romo. You have a pick six. You can have a pick six. You can have one. You can have one. You at the back can have one. Everybody can have one. <laughs> Do you know what, though? It says something about the knowledge of the fans, mainly here in the UK, because I know that people outside the UK play the pick six as well, but it says something about the knowledge of the fans here in the UK that so many of them can correctly pick a winner and loser in these games. I think it says more to what games they picked in the first place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're just picking the easiest games. Let's Come pick on. ones where they've got obvious winners in. Yeah, so play those. Yes. How American of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no easy games in this, let's face it. Well, you would have thought that that uh, Seattle would have beaten Tampa Bay. You know, that really was a big upset. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and... I think it's fair to say that if we'd beaten the Dolphins, that would have been an upset too, because a lot of the guys were picking Miami for the win. Mm. So, um, and it wasn't that far away from two massive upsets, and all these pick sixes become pick fours or threes. You know. One thing I've got to mention before we go any further, I found out some horrifying news, literally in the last four hours. Martin Hughes, friend of the show, Martin Hughes. Watches this show in the nude. Oh. Watch, listen, sorry, listens to this show in the nude. I was going to be impressed if he was watching this show. <laughs> I was going to say. Spy cameras well, everywhere. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Martin, <laughs> sit down. No, sit down. <laughs> no, he he, uh, he let me know before that he's going to listen. He, he listens to the show in the bath. <laughs> so. It's as good a place as any. There's a mental image for you. Yeah. With that, back to the pick six. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we had eight people get the pick six. Uh, Richard Burley got a pick six for the second week on the trot. Whoa. Outstanding. <laughs> and, he, and he's only had he's only been in it four weeks, and he's got two pick sixes. That's just showing off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think someone's taking that one a bit seriously. <laughs> Elsewhere. Uh, Dan Turl got a pick six, which kind of evens out his bagel from earlier in the season. Then we had uh, Ivan S.F. Alonso, James Little, Mike Graff, Neil Jepson, Simon Holdsworth and Steve Panda Richardson all got pick sixes. Seriously, guys, well done on that. Well, well done on picking 
the winner from the six games that we had. It is impressive, no matter what these lots say. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, Brian got five, Deepak got four, and Paul, Cat, and myself got three this week. So I'm Paul, back to my usual score. Three. Yes. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. Normality has been resumed. Overall, Daryl Neils Hammond, Mark Leon, and Mark Court caught up David Foster, and the four of them now share the lead on 45. There are a whole host of people within a pick six of the lead. Elsewhere, Brian's on 40, Deepak on 38, Kat and Paul are on 36, and I'm on 28. I'll tell you what, this is going to go right down to the wire, this, isn't it, this season? <laughs> it is. I'm trying to think of what we're going to use just for a tie break in the last uh, one of the season. Well, we need to have that one where if you pick, if you get the pick six, you win the whole sodding lot. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're dead last in the entire league, but if you get that pick yeah. six with tiebreakers, then you win the whole thing. <laughs> no. no, no, no. If, if you get weekend. if if you get pick six in the last in the last week of the regular season, you are the new 49ers general manager. <laughs> yeah, that's not a job I want. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to week 13's pick six. The six games that have been chosen this week, we've got four of the um, early games. We've got the Chiefs at the Falcons, the Lions at the Saints, the Dolphins at the Ravens, 49ers at the Bears, and then two of the uh, evening games are the Giants at the Steelers and the Redskins at the Cardinals. Some of these look a bit closer in uh, choices than some of the games last week. Mm. So we'll uh, roll straight into the first game. The Chiefs at the Falcons. Paul. Why did you have to come to me first? <laughs> <laughs> That's just cruel. Uh, let's see. Chiefs at Falcons. Uh, Falcons are leading the NFC South. Uh, the Chiefs are second behind Oakland in the AFC West. Um, but the Chiefs are going into Atlanta. I'm going to give Atlanta home field advantage on this one. Falcons win. Okay, deeper. Really tight game, especially after Kansas City winning against Denver. I, oh boy, I think Atlanta purely because of the home field advantage. Now, are you sure about you know sure about that, Deepak? You don't want to change your mind, Phil? <laughs> no, no, not changing my mind. Not changing you my phone, mind. Do you want to phone a friend? <laughs> I don't have any, otherwise I would. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, cat. Hi, I think I'm going to go with the guys and say Falcons. Well, you'll all be pleased to know I picked the Chiefs to scrape another victory away from home against a team there where they are underdogs at kickoff. So you, I'm sure you're all happy with that. Yes. Game very. two is the Lions at the Saints. Deepak. Uh, New Orleans, easy. It's in New Orleans, sure. right? Yeah, absolutely. It is, yeah. yeah. You don't want to change your mind? Huh? Oh, no, it's not for this one, mate. <laughs> Cat. I'm going to go Saints, too. Okay. Oh. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going Detroit. I know that on paper, the New Orleans Saints have got the better stats, and it is in New Orleans. I don't know. Something just tells me that this is an upset game, Detroit. Well, 
I'm going for the Lions. You'll be pleased to know again. <laughs> Despite the fact the Saints are the favourites, the Lions are managing to win games and pull it out of the bag week in, week out. Them and the Browns have been losing in every game in the fourth quarter at some point. The Browns are 0-12, but the Lions are 7-4. and And I reckon the Lions can squeak another one. They may be behind in the fourth quarter, but Matt Stafford is finding ways to um, dig them out and get wins. That's going to be an interesting game, actually, isn't it? Yeah, because I think both of them can score. Mm. And, um, can. Stafford can play as well. He's got ball. He can play. Yeah. And Bolding seems to be playing well as well over there. And Drew Brees, of course, is going to Canton, isn't he? He's going to be in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame. You'd have thought so. Well, the, the, the Saints have got about 100 yards average per game over Detroit, but they're not doing enough with it with those extra 100 yards to bring them up. They're, they're currently third in the NFC South, whereas yeah. Detroit are riding high on the NFC North. So it's a, I think that is definitely the underdog win game. I, I say de- I've just put the death knell on it, haven't I, saying definitely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. Ruin, yeah, ruin <laughs> that one. And I picked them as well, Paul, so you're doomed anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, game three is the Dolphins at the Ravens. Cat. Hey, 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 hey. Um, uh, you know, Miami's got the hot hand, but Ravens at home. Ravens at home, four and two. Dolphins on the road, two and three. I'm going to go Ravens. Okay. Paul? Miami didn't impress me last week against the 49ers. They... Okay, they went out to a big lead. They so they came so close to losing that game against us. They're going into Baltimore. Um, so I don't think that Miami have got any chance of winning this game whatsoever. It's a Baltimore win. Yeah, um, agree with, with Kat and Paul. I think Baltimore have got too much. For the Dolphins, and they didn't particularly play that well in that AJ, JJ, whatever his <laughs> name is. He didn't particularly impress me either. He's British, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with uh, with the Ravens. But having said that, yeah, it's a good shout by Cat. They have got the hot hand. I think this will be their seventh straight win if they beat uh, Baltimore. So, all three of you be pleased to know I have gone with the Dolphins. I think that the, they they can score more points and the Ravens struggle to score points. And if they could get a cheap hit on um, Justin Tucker, then the Ravens are screwed. <laughs> yeah. Game four is our game. Uh, the 49ers at the Bears. Paul. Jed York made his mark on this team. Um, he now has a record that is undisputed, more losses than any other team owner. Uh, Chip Kelly has more losses as head coach than any other coach in 49ers history. It's time to bring that to an end. We don't need it to go anywhere. You've got your damn records. Be satisfied with it. 49ers win. Chicago, watch out. We're going to stomp you into the ground. Okay, cat. 
Oh, God. I, You know, I said on the group, don't make me pick the bears, but I'm going to have to pick the bears. I'm going <gasps> to have to go to Chicago. I'm going to be the rebel here. And I just, I don't, I don't think we can be consistent enough all game long to, to win. I just don't. So what I heard there was the 49ers cut. Was that right? <laughs> <laughs> Kev, give it a minute. Let's see what Deepak picks. And then if Deepak goes to 49ers, we can just harangue and harass Kat until Pile she changes her pick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then Deepak. Uh, yeah, Bez. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, honestly, I I think um, I think the John Taylor, Russ Francis, Joe Montana are too strong for Singletary Dent and Company. So yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're going to beat Chicago. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get you back to the hospital. Looking for concussion later, Dean. Oh no! It's 2016. What happened? I had this nightmare that we were one and ten. <laughs> Fortunately, yes, that's all just a dream. Bobby Ewing's going to wake up in the shower and it's all going to be over. <laughs> oh, oh, well, in that case, if it was just a dream, then I'm going to go with the Niners. Of course, we're going to beat Chicago handsomely. <laughs> so, as we were saying, Kat, you've gone for the 49ers as well. Kat, what, how much would it take to get you to pick the 49ers? How much would it take? Yeah. I, I don't know. I You know, I'm pretty competitive, and I'm in the, sitting in the middle of the pack for a second season. I really need the win here. Okay, I'll go with the Niners. Yes! Yay! Oh, my goodness. What have you done to this poor woman? Never mind what have we done to this poor woman. What have we done to the pick six? We've made a mockery of it. <laughs> This used to if take you're... about 30 seconds, do you remember? Yeah, if, you, if you're listening to this now, considering your picks, guys, and you pick anybody but the 49ers to win this game, please be warned, we are coming around to your house on Sunday morning at 6 o'clock to bang on your door until you pick the 49ers. <laughs> not only that, we'll have you on the show next week to harangue you then as well. Yes. <laughs> And Martin Hughes will appear naked in your bathroom. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Shall we move on to game five quite quickly? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Okay, game five. The Giants at the Steelers. Uh, Deepak? Um, I think Pittsburgh will be too strong for them. They're, they're looking good. Um the NFC East is also quite a competitive division, but I think Pittsburgh have got too much. The uh, Steelers will win. Okay, Paul. This, this is one of those games that it either could be really close and go down to the wire like the 49ers game did with Miami last week, or it could be a complete blowout. And it all depends on how Eli Manning plays. I think... He's going to have a decent game. And I think he's going to have just enough to actually 
beat Pittsburgh. So I'm going to go with a Giants win. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hot. Well, uh, you know, I agree in many ways with Paul. Um, but it does, again, go back to which Eli Manning do you get on Sunday? Mm. And right now, Roethlisberger and the Steelers, I think, I think they're pretty strong. I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Okay. So, in every game up to this one, I've gone for the away side. However, the away side in this game for the Giants. As I might have mentioned previously, <laughs> it's against my religion to pick the Giants. So, I'm going to go with the home side for the Steelers. Can I, can I just point out, guys, that in all of my picks, I don't base it around winning them all. I base it around scoring three points. That's it. That's what I actually aim to do, score three points every week. <laughs> I'm going for consistency here. It might not win me the pick six overall, but I'm going for consistency. At least you've got something, at least you've got something to aim for. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is what happens when you stink at... This is what happens when you stink at pick six and make it into your own game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, you need to get an early lead in, in this tournament, otherwise you're just gonna end up messing around like we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you mean you're taking you're not taking this seriously, Deepak. Oh I am. <laughs> I <wanna> win this. <laughs> game, game six then huh? is the Redskins at the Cardinals. Cat. Well, I think the Cardinals are, are just mediocre this year. They're nothing special while the Redskins are really Showing something, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Redskins. Okay, Deepak. Yeah, I agree with Cat. I think they um, they played a really strong game against. I think it was Denver their last game, and no, it was Dallas, Dallas. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, they fought hard, and they pushed Dallas in a game that Dallas could have run away with. And I think Washington are nudging closer to becoming one of those real deal type teams. So yeah, I think they'll take care of Arizona. Okay, Paul. Yeah, the the Cardinals have been there's just been something wrong with them this season, hasn't it? They were expected to be possibly the leading team in the NFC West and they're just one of three teams that are below 500 in the NFC West now. Whereas the Redskins they do it, you know, they they're in third position in the NFC East, but they're doing okay. Stats wise they're ahead in all the main stats. Yeah, I'm going to put them to win on the road. Okay, so we've all gone for the Redskins. As you may have noticed, so far I haven't picked a tie. So therefore, this is my tie of the week. Mm. Both both of them aim to be those teams that get two ties in the season for the first time since the rules were changed in 74. Who knew? Uh, and just just to say that actually they've got the favourites down as being Arizona for this game by two and a half points. See, there's your tiebreaker for pick six right there. If anybody accurately predicts three ties, then um, boom, or every tie. You don't normally get more than one tie a season, do you, in the NFL? Mm. No, I, I managed to get one of them out of the two so far. Yeah. Um, get your picks in nice and early, please, because it makes it easier for Kevin Andrew to compile them all ready before the game starts on Sunday. Um, and I can see us having another great raft of games this Sunday. 
That is it for this episode of the show. Thanks to AudioNautics.com for the music. Thanks to Rob Newell, James Little, Mark Lyon, Kev Nail and Andrew Mitchell, Graham Ross for all the work they do on the group and on the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Frequency49 and on Facebook. Search the Frequency49 show. It is time to say goodbye, boys and girls. Good night. Good night. On behalf of Cat Victorino, Deepak Gohill, and Kev Nalen, I've been Paul MacDonald. You've been the audience, and this has been the Frequency 49 show with a little bit extra. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>